here we are another friday night another trips right podcast coming at you just got done volleyball for the day so late night recording session on the way yeah we haven't uh it's been hard to make earlier nights in the week work so um but we're still getting this to you again before sunday i know it's only a one the good news is we beat kurtzman so oh nice well job job done maybe that's bad news for your allegiances ben i'm just kidding (laughs) i guess your your allegiances have changed exactly you're a panda now oh i mean uh that's the girls team you're a ram i'm still a kurtzman cougar man (laughs) okay I'm a I'm a BYU Cougar right now. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, it looks like sense. looks like they might uh, actually score this draft. Anyway, yes, BYU is playing right now, so I'll be following that game as we go. But let's get into what you all are here for: professional football. We're going to talk about the <laughs> CFL tonight. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> the Edmonton Elks, baby. Man, um, I don't even hey. want to get into this. Hey, you know what, though? My boy uh, Duck Hodges signed with the Ottawa Red Blacks. You remember Duck Hodges that started for the Steelers a couple years back a few games? Anyway. uh, Who who does he play for? Ottawa. He signed with Ottawa. Ottawa. Is he the uh, starter? uh, I don't think so. Because I I think he signed after the season had already started. But uh, he doesn't know the rules yet. I'd be kind of interested to see. He's so you know what? With the field, how long <laughs> yeah, is. I actually jumped on the the Stampeders uh, schedule and was like, "Do the Red Blacks come to Calgary?" Because I was like, "If Duck Hodges is playing, I got to go to that game." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, just to see Duck Hodges. Well, yeah, I mean, to get like a quarterback, I actually rooted for for my NFL team. You know, see him play. So, um, anyway, yes, let's uh, let's jump into. The NFL here. This is episode 77. So, Ben, hit us with your number 77. I had two decent ones this week. Trent Brown, Nate Solder. Two guys that have played. Those are recognizable teams. Left tackle. And, uh, oh no, they're both left tackles. And they've both been on a Super Bowl winning team. So, there you have it. There you go. I'm pretty sure Trent Brown was there for the twenty, uh, the Rams Super Bowl. Either way, two mm-hmm. uh, two decent linemen there. How about you? I had Marcus Gilbert, who started on the Steelers' offensive line from like 2011 to 2018. He was a pretty big mainstay there. So, um, not a household name, but if you followed the Steelers at all during those years, you probably would know. So yeah. Offensive lineman again. We're three episodes away from some better names. So <laughs> Yeah, we're almost to the eighties, boys. There you go. Um then we'll get some good numbers in there. Okay. Well let's jump back to last week here. Let's talk about some notable games. Where do you want to start? Let me open up my little spreadsheet here well let's start with the chargers chiefs that was one of the early games that we picked and this game was pretty wild um again i wasn't really i didn't see many of the games outside of the steelers game on sunday i had some other things going on but i did watch the end the highlights of the end of this game uh patrick mahomes throwing a pretty bad pick if I recall correctly. Yeah, not his day. He had a couple picks. Right. Actually, and then how, how many did he have? He had three? Two. Two. Looks like two from what I'm seeing here. And uh Yeah, he um Yeah, just didn't look so hot, you know? And then Justin Herbert looks like he can probably It's gonna be exciting if this is like a you know, quarterback matchup for years to come. You know, these guys are pretty, yeah. pretty exciting guys to watch. Nice um, divisional rivalry forming here. Um, 
I sent you that thing on uh, Instagram about the uh, some golf tournament that Mahomes was playing in, and then some fan from the the side was like, "Watch out for Herbert next year," and he's like, mm-hmm. "I'll believe it when I see it." Or I think he said, "I'll see it when I believe it." Oh <laughs> so yeah. He, he so it he actually yet. screwed up the. <laughs> and then, sure enough, uh, Herbert falls yeah, out he gets this beat. Weekend. Um. I was just like, I have some of the highlights going on in the background of this game. And so one of the interceptions was he hit his receiver as the receiver was like coming across the middle and it off his hands and kind of a pick. So really not like a, a bad mistake by him, but it still counts as an interception. So yeah. Better game from Clyde. The glide. Yeah. Thank goodness, man. You needed that for fantasy. Hey, Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Travis Kelsey is still a beast, hey? <laughs> yeah, that guy is just consistently great. So nice to not have to worry about him. Um, I think this Kansas City defense we might prove to be a problem at this point, like in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Um, just based on the first three games of the year. They can't really seem to <laughs> stop anybody. Um, no. And, and the, Brown, the Browns put up a ton of points, didn't they? And then the Ravens did. And then yep. you know, the Chargers put up 30. So, And, like, the Chargers are in the same division. The Raiders are there. And the Broncos are there. I mean, the Raiders are winning. The Chargers can put up points. And, I mean, the Broncos... The Broncos have a really good defense. Yeah. Um, so. Obviously, Teddy Bridgewater in the offense might be a little suspect. But, I mean, if you play a team with a good defense, they're always, they've always got a shot. Thanks. What's with kickers missing their freaking PATs in all these games? Like, I thought those were chip shots. Maybe I've been missing everything. Ever since they backed it up, game. man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> excuse me. Let's talk about my boy, Mike Williams. This is a guy that I took in Dynasty mm. like when we initially started our league. Yeah, you've and been hyped about him for a long time. <laughs> long time, right? <laughs> I mean, and it just, every year it was like, oh, he'd get hurt or he'd miss time. And he'd have these games where it was like, I would be like led on and I would be hurt and I would be ready to cut ties. And then he'd just have that game where it was like, 40 points or whatever, you know, like he just goes off and um, I'd be like, oh, I got to keep him on the roster because I, I believe in the talent. I believe in what he can do. And, and he was a high draft pick. He went like, <clears throat> excuse me, like seventh overall um, back when he was drafted. But this year, man, he is just getting targeted like none other. And I mean, it's, it's Herbert, like Herbert's finding him and he's catching everything, scoring touchdowns, two point conversions and, I mean, the only hope that my dynasty team has right now is riding with Mike Williams. So I'm really, I'm really glad that I held on to him this long to see this. So had to give him a shout out. I thought he's playing really good. But again, it goes back to Herbert. Herbert's really moving this offense and moving the ball down the field. Austin Eckler is still a thing. So yeah, Herbert's looking. Like I said, like, this could be a good QB battle for a long time, you know? But Yeah, and I mean, the, the Chargers in the... Wait, was this our upset this year? I mean, this week? Uh, I don't I don't think so, no. We had... Um, oh, wait. It totally was. Sorry, I was looking... I wasn't looking far enough back. Look at us calling it, it out. It totally was. But neither of us picked them. I mean, we both we uh, we we both picked the Chiefs. <laughs> but obviously, the point of this game is to say this could potentially be an upset. This is what we think could happen. Do yeah. we actually believe it? Yeah. So there you go. Good on us. Look at us, <laughs> smarty pants over here. Yeah, we're good at this. <laughs> Are you at all concerned about the Chiefs this year? Uh no. I mean, yeah. I mean, same. am I concerned that they're the same team? Like, I might be a little bit, like, I don't know if they're as much of the lock to be in, to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl as they were the last couple of years, but 
I mean, there's no doubt they'll be there in the end. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, but again, like I could see maybe other, like not just the bills or, um, potentially the Titans, depending on how you think, you know, like just these teams from the past, but there could be, you know, more teams that could potentially beat them in a playoff scenario. So, um, it just makes things more interesting. Although I still think the Chiefs are obviously going to be there, but I just don't think they're maybe quite the unbeatable juggernaut that they've been. So, yeah. And maybe that's an easy, maybe that's an easy take, but that's, (laughs) uh, but I mean, if you just look at it, yeah, like obviously they can score, but their defense hasn't really been able to hold anyone off. So, no, I agree. Like I'm, I think it's kind of shocking that they're <coughs> where they one and two right now. Yeah, but same I, same I, record as I the Steelers, baby. And the Patriots, baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I think they figure it out. They'll get to the playoffs, and they'll yeah, hundred percent. I mean, this team can get to the AFC. Uh, championship game easily well not easily but i anticipate they can get there um, i still th- i still i i still think that they're gonna win this division but yeah um but it's I a mean, it's pretty good division it looks like so far so yeah seriously so um all right let's okay see what we got going on here anything yeah else? let's i don't know if anything else really exciting happened in that game no i mean like i said the end was pretty was a nice finish but uh yeah let's um Let's move ahead here. Um, we don't really need to mention this game because it was our lock, but obviously the Broncos just beat up on the Jets again. The Jets are just a mess like every year, and it kind of makes me sad Well, because I like Zach Wilson, but also think that they got like the top head coaching candidate on the market last year, basically. And so you kind of want to see them do well. I don't know. I do, but... Um, the Broncos defense was, is good, and I was kind of thinking about it, and I was like, because we've both been pretty high on Zach Wilson, and I still believe in him, the talent, and everything. Um, that he just needs the help, the protection. Mm-hmm. Um, they're asking him to do a lot. Like, you, you, like look at what they're asking Mac Jones to do. Yeah, yeah. Ask Zach Wilson to do. I mean, it's not the same kind of stuff. Well, and um, I've also seen that, like. I thought I saw this somewhere. Correct me if I'm wrong or you've heard otherwise, but I think Zach Wilson has like the least amount of time to throw. Like it seems like the jets have like yes. probably the worst offensive line in football so far. Yeah. And combine that with a lot of his, if you want to call them weapons have been hurt. Like Crowder's been out. Uh, Elijah you Moore's know, kind of been in and out. Yeah. Like they just haven't had consistency there either. And so, I mean like, Really, it's just not a good recipe for success for a young quarterback anyway. So I don't think yeah. you put, like, you put anyone in the, I mean, n- also, none of the rookie QBs have really, like, blown us away so far, right, yet. Exactly. And, so, and that was going to be my next point, was mm-hmm. I look at Trevor Lawrence, who went ahead of him, who has been the next big thing. And Trevor Lawrence hasn't looked that good. Right? Yeah, like. He's not having very much success. This last Thursday, Lawrence finally was making good decisions and not like trying to be the hero and throwing picks and stuff. He was like throwing the ball away and running when he hit, when he needed to. And like, I think he's starting to learn, but yeah, like even, even Lawrence hasn't quite been the world beater, but also it's just, you know, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want, I don't like to be one of those guys that expects these rookies to just come in and just blow the doors off. Cause that's gotta be a tough situation for anyone to be in. So, yeah. Well, it's the whole Kyle Pitts thing. Like everybody mm-hmm. was so high on Kyle Pitts. Like, and even like I like I like Kyle Pitts. I thought he was a great prospect. But I mean, I I know you've said it on this podcast where like rookie tight ends don't perform. Like they're not going to have the Travis Kelsey type of year their first year. They're not going to have Gronk type seasons. They just don't. And so I mean, like looking at Pitts this year, like. I was listening to this fantasy thing, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, you can't start him. Like, he's not a start. Like, you mm-hmm. find somebody else. And it's just interesting because, like, I know you took him in Dynasty, but you took him having Kelsey so that you could have a guy coming up in the ranks behind Kelsey, which I thought was really smart. So, I don't know. And I think it's the same with, like, Lawrence and Wilson. Like, 
they're not going to come out and be Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. They're, they need some time to get going. And I mean, an offensive line also helps. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, probably don't need to spend much time on that, but yeah, just it's tough sledding for the jets, but we all knew that was going to happen. So jets are going to jet. Yep. So, um, why don't we, out of the other games that we picked here, let's go with the Buccaneers at the Rams. Yeah, this was a good um, game. Yeah, probably, well, that and the Sunday night game, games of the week here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, the Rams kind of showed out at home and uh, were able to, man, again, I... Nobody can explain to me how Tom Brady still does what he does right now, but and no no explanation to give me he's going to be good enough either. <laughs> <laughs> he still he still had a pretty good game. Uh, didn't throw for many touchdowns, but uh, anyway, my point being, the Rams balled out. Matt Stafford threw for four touchdowns. Man, I really wished I could have watched this game actually, but <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see much of it. I got to watch some of it, and it was good. And I just. Matt Stafford is just fitting into the system so well. I mean, he's got Deshaun Jackson as that deep threat. He loves Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, he's kind of neglecting Robert Woods, but I mean, just having Robert Woods there is 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 awesome. But also, defense was really good in this game. Go ahead. Sorry. No, sorry. I just was going to say a funny note. Tom Brady was the Bucks' leading rusher in this game, so... That's oh, also not he? that's also not a very positive thing if you're the Buccaneers. <laughs> no, that's not. But uh, I was kind of concerned, like the Rams, with the way that they've handled all their draft picks and paying guys, and you know, it, it's always seemed like they're playing with like like more of a salary cap than anybody else. Um, but man, Ramsey and Aaron Donald, and I mean some of these other guys, like. Young, the linebacker, he he had a really good game. Um, I mean, they just they like I mean, not that the Bucks didn't score, but I mean, I thought the Rams did a good job of kind of keeping yeah. in check. Mm-hmm. And it's just Cooper Cup every single play here. I'm watching the highlights here. It's just Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup. <laughs> man, somebody cover that guy. Sheesh. But uh, yeah, man, Stafford, man, he looks good. Hey. Yeah, he's been, been outside of that shaky Detroit. game against the Lions. Yeah, or whatever that they or no the Colts. They sorry. I, why did I keep yeah. I keep saying the Lions? Because when <laughs> when I see a game at uh, Lucas Oil Stadium and Ford Field, I think it's the same stadium. To be honest, oh, because <laughs> they're both just like inside. Don't anyway. So that's why I keep saying Lions because in my head I'm just like picturing the stadium. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I don't know like. The Rams definitely have something cooking, you know, and they're definitely an NFC contender and possibly the team that could dethrone the defending champs here, you know? Yeah, this game could easily be the preview for the NFC championship game, right? Yeah, and that'd be pretty sweet, I think, if we got that game for the the NFC, so. Yeah, there's some good players in this game. Um, I guess in recent news, Richard Sherman is now on the Bucs. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that makes you like the Bucks even more. So the Buccaneers just keep getting all these problematic people. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? After after the initial, like, Legion of Boom, Seahawk popularity, I've really cooled off on how I feel Sherman. about all those guys. So, yeah. yeah Sherman, Sherman, Sherman didn't Cape bother Benny. me in San Francisco yeah. as much. So. So. Um, um, sorry, go ahead. But I don't know. I kind of view the Bucks the way that we do with the uh, the Chiefs. Um, yeah, they lost the game, but I this like this team is too good. They're gonna yeah, they're they are gonna they're gonna get back to the NFC Championship game, uh, possibly the Super Bowl. So, mm-hmm. um, geez, yeah. somebody get on Cooper Cups. Jeez, how many yards does this guy have? <laughs> good night. And he wasn't even leading. I think think Deshaun Jackson had the most for the Rams. Oh, man. They had two guys on him right there. You still got it. 
But Cup, but yeah. Cup had nine had nine receptions, where Deshaun Jackson just had three for 120. Yeah. Like his touchdown right here, he's like nobody's on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, Cup had two no, TDs. I know the Bucks have a little bit of a, a little bit of the injury bug, which I think kind of sparked the signing of of Sherman. So. Oh yeah. Holy crap, Gio Bernard is fast. Look at him go. Zoom. <laughs> he just got like 25 yards on the screen and he just zipped across the field there. Anyway, so Former the Rams Bengals, win. not a fan. Yeah, Rams win. Uh, Rams are undefeated. I think of all the undefeated teams, I think the Rams are the most legit. Yeah, we like the Rams the best, I think. Yeah, of all the undefeated teams. Agreed. So. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about the Sunday night game. And again, I only was able to see the finish of this game, but man, Aaron Rodgers throwing that ball, like with 30 seconds left, that ball in the middle of the field to Adams that just went right over Fred Warner's hand, like perfectly (laughs) to get, to get that many yards. Like, you know, I heard an interesting thing today, and it was your boy Chris Sims. He was on the Levitard show. He was talking about why why he always says that he thinks Rodgers is the greatest to ever do it. Because he thinks, like, they haven't really put much talent around him. We only expect the Packers to be contenders because of him. Anyway, but his other point was, like, how do you... He's like, when do you see a guy make throws? Like, he's like, it's that exact throw that he's the reason why. Anyway, so, like, I'm not saying I agree with him. I'm just saying, like, it's just... It's a good point. You, you just like see the talent, right, from the guy, um, even when he doesn't have, even when the Packers aren't really helping him out. <laughs> you know, he can make a throw like that and get them in position to kick a game-winning field goal. And really, they had no business getting that. Like really, with 30 seconds left, I don't, I don't know if you're scared of any QB <laughs> or like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Obviously, with like him, Tom Brady kind of like Big Ben back in the day. Like, there were some guys that you'd be, like, a little bit nervous, but, like, you should never be – like, with 30 seconds and no timeouts, like, <laughs> come on, you know? <laughs> make yeah. make them throw a completion in front of you, go make the tackle, run the clock down sort of thing. But yeah. anyway, that was quite a wild finish when the 49ers thought they had it wrapped up there. They um, One of the things I saw, like, on Twitter was it, it cut back to uh, the, the draft, 2005 draft. Is that when he was drafted? Uh, I don't remember. Anyway, you know I can't remember either. Yeah. Um, and it was just like the quote. So like obviously very similar to Brady, California kind of kid, went to school there. Um, opportunity to be drafted by the 49ers, and they ask him, "Are you disappointed that the 49ers didn't select you, or how disappointed are you that you're not going to be playing for the 49ers?" And he has this quote where he's like. Not as disappointed as the 49ers will be for not drafting me, right? And yeah, then, then they, they cut to this game tonight, and man, he just ripping the hearts out of all 49ers fans across the world. Hey, uh, but man, he uh, it's just funny, like, like what you said with the, the whole Chris Sims quote about. This team is the Packers are the Packers because of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, if you throw Jordan Love into this into this team, all the pieces are still there. They would suck. They would be awful. Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be so. They wouldn't be nearly as good, obviously. And I understand, like you can say that for most teams with their starting quarterbacks, but like, like look at the Saints. They went from Drew Brees to Teddy Bridgewater that one year. They still managed to win a bunch of games because they had a good team. Yeah, because that was that was a solid team. Uh, the Patriots back in '08, Matt Castle won 11 games. Yeah, they they just missed the playoffs and they still won 11 games. But like, if you take Aaron Rodgers out of the Packers, they suck. Like, they will lose. <laughs> yeah. He honestly, like, he is the reason that the Packers are good. And oh man, if he if he's gone next year. And if he has gone to what you've been reading about, potential Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, so Good night. I've I just saw some rumblings this week on Twitter and obviously nothing substantiated, but we all don't 
don't really think Aaron Rodgers is going to be with the Packers long-term after that last offseason. No. Um, the Steelers, although they have some struggle, they have a bad offensive line right now, but really they're, um, the Steelers are one of those teams that are still in kind of a win now mode with the defense they have. They have all the weapons. So you go get a guy like Rogers. I mean, who knows? It's just interesting. And this is the first, first year I could see something like that happening because I mean, I think the Steelers, like if you think you can, you can honestly win in the next three or four years with Rogers, like, I think you can give up whatever you really need to to get him, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, like, here's the thing. Let's say that happens. You got Claypool as your deep threat. Mm-hmm. Dante Johnson as your Randall Cobb, like, reception. Yeah, just guy. monster. You got Ju- Juju out of the slot. Pat Fryermuth probably wins the starting job as a re- reliable Oh, 100%. Block. He's Dante already twice the year. player Eric Ebron is. Yep. Aaron Rodgers would be like, and he would turn Deontay Johnson and Claypool and Juju into like three different versions of Devontae Adams. <laughs> yeah, I could see and some real good things happening. Really hope he doesn't go there. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's just it's just like some real early rumbling. So there's nothing really substantiated, but I just saw some rumors on Twitter. So, but they they fit the bill, right? Like. Well, they're yeah, gonna exactly. A, they're going to need a quarterback. They're in win now. They're in the AFC, so he gets out of the conference, away from Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Perfect storm. Yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens. But we got a long way to go till the off season. Okay. So, anything else on that one, or do you want to? No. Move ahead. Okay, one more th- one more game. I just kind of wanted to mention was that Viking Seahawks game was pretty good. Did not expect it to go the way it went. But man, the Vikings Vikings are one of those teams, man. It's just like it depends on like what it depends on Kirk Cousins really and how he's like you know, if he has a great game, they're obviously a really good team if he's but he's just kind of he's very up and down in that way. But anyway, I don't know. I just I just wanted to briefly mention that because I still think Seattle's really good. I don't know if Minnesota's yeah, this good, but like yeah, it's just funny how sometimes these games work out. <clears throat> um, I guess we're going to talk about our teams pretty quick here, hey? Yeah, we can jump there right um, now if you want to, unless you have another. No, I was just going to – just a couple of plays to highlight. One, the Raiders are 3-0. Did not see that coming. Yeah, right. Um, and, I mean, they <laughs> – that was another game that was a little bit crazy. Went to overtime and – they were able to stay undefeated. Um, the other play I wanted just to mention, uh, you're going to love this, uh, Justin Tucker's 66-yard <laughs> game, game-winning field goal. I mean, we just have to mention it. Unbelievable kick. off the Bounces off the goal post and goes in. Uh, did it double doink? Just no, it, no, it just bounced off the crossbar, but it spun the, it spun the right way to go through. <laughs> yeah, it just hit one so, time. And he then, breaks the record. Um, I think Matt Prater held the record previously. Yep. yep. And uh, anyway, just wanted to mention that. That was just a, a crazy way to end the game. One of the points that was brought up was like not to forget the fact that Lamar Jackson was like on fourth and like 19 and he completed like a pass to get them into that. So, I mean, for all the crap that Lamar Jackson gets about not being like a throwing quarterback, he actually made a play with his arm to get them in that position. But again, yeah. to get them in that position is 66 yards. I mean, it's not like you're getting him. In, it's not like you got to the 30 yard line. You know what I mean? You got to your own 30 yard line pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. um, the other one was, Oh, the, the Jaguars and Cardinals. This game was just weird because um, the missed field goal at halftime, but the, which was returned 109 yards. for Oh a touchdown. yeah. That, that was wild. Something out of like a college type game, you know? And then uh, in that game, Rondell Moore is trying to return a punt. And the ref throws a flag on a block in the back or something. But the flag hits the ball. Causing, <laughs> yeah. Rondell, yeah, yeah. causing Rondell Moore to lose it or 
to miss to I guess muff the punt, you know. And uh, he like I think they lost possession of it. I'm pretty sure they did. So just just wild things happening in that game. Yeah, I forgot about that. Those are just a couple funny things from the week that I wanted to mention. Mm-hmm. Which uh, which one of our teams do you want to go to first here? <laughs> I mean, they're both disappointing, so I'll do mine. Okay, yeah, we don't um, have glowing reviews either way here. <laughs> uh, the first piece of bad news, James White gets hurt. He's out, most right. likely for the year. That sucks. I love James White. Uh, fantastic player. Big, big uh, locker room guy. Um, but it's not like we don't have other running backs. Harris is still there. J.J. Taylor is going to get more playing time. Bolden's going to get more playing time. Uh, I anticipate that Ramondre Stevenson is going to be out of the doghouse now because they're going to need him. So Yeah, that's him. what I was thinking too. <laughs> um, Mac threw three interceptions in this game. One was a pass to Johnny Smith that hit him in the hands, and he didn't catch it. It went off his hands in the air and was intercepted intercepted and returned for touchdown. I just, Come on, Johnny. I just don't know what he's doing. And then the other one of the other ones was like uh like kind of like Hail Mary at the end of the game towards the end zone and got picked off. I mean like whatever. That's not like that was I don't really count that. I mean it count it but whatever. So it's not like there were three terrible interceptions. There's just like one misplay and one kind of Hail Mary play. What I'm getting at is that I'm not really worried about Mac. I think he's going to figure it out. It's okay. Um, Kendrick Bourne had a nice touchdown in this game. Um, kind of was going on an out route, caught it, was able to break a tackle, kind of sidestep, get the ball across the goal line, score a touchdown. That was nice. Because um, he hasn't really been that involved. And then, of course, Jameis Winston decides to show up in this game. So, like, man, and he got away with such Oh, freaking BS. Like, they're at, like, what is it, like, the 10 or, like, 15-yard line, and he's getting drugged down by, like, Matthew Judon, and he, like, throws it up in the air, and it, I don't know how it found a receiver, but it did, and I'm just, like, it's a terrible look, a terrible pass. You don't throw that ball ever. The only person in the world who throws the ball in that kind of situation is Jameis Winston, and it went for a touchdown, and I was, like, that could have easily just as easily been an interception as that was a touchdown. So that was kind of frustrating to watch that they were getting that kind of crap going their way. Um, but again, this kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier about the whole like Rogers thing. If like he was gone, they would be a bad team and how the saints, they were still a good team. I mean, yeah, James isn't the best quarterback, but they're still a good football team. And that, that was tough because um, they got after Mac Jones a lot in this game. Um, Kamara had a good game. And, um, yeah, I mean, just Sean Payton's a good coach. He's going to coach this team up, and that defense is still pretty tough. So, Saints get the win, 28-13. They're 2-1. and one. We're 1-2. and two. I was kind of hoping we could steal this game. I really wanted to be coming off a win, headed to play the Bucks. So, But we're not, so, oh, well. Yeah. Rough day. Mac Jones is going to need some time, but like but like we said, all the rookies quarterbacks have started slow, so it's not really too 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 terribly surprising. What about you guys? You guys lost too. Tell us about that. Yeah. It's just a fart noise. That's the only thing I can say about this game. No. Um this is what I'm going to say. The Bengals really aren't that good. I know they beat the Jags. They just about lost to them, right, on Thursday. Jordan texted Jordan texted me after this game, and he was like, so are the Bengals a good team? And I was like, they didn't actually didn't play that well, which is true. The Steelers just played one of the worst games I've ever watched them play. Um, they're really banged up on defense, first of all. I mean, that, that was definitely not the reason their offense can't do anything. <laughs> but, like, yeah. T.J. Watt was out. Alex Highsmith was out. Those are the two starting edge rushers right there. Um, man, who – Devin Bush is playing well, but he's still, like, I think coming back from that injury from last year, it's still going to take him a bit to really be the dynamic player he was. Um, 
You didn't have Deontay Johnson and Juju went out in this game. Yeah, Deontay was out, who's the and so Claypool got all those targets, which thank goodness I played him and made that call. But um Tyson Alualu, who's our who's one of our defensive linemen, also broke his ankle uh against the Raiders. And so without him, like the pass rush was just non existent game. The Steelers record of getting sacks in seventy five straight games was broken. And that's a really sad thing to break because that was a really long streak. They did not sack Joe Burrow once. Um, and the secondary, if there was a weak spot in their defense this year, it's the secondary based on the numbers. But like their pass rush has been so good that the secondary doesn't need to be elite, you know, and that's kind of how defense works. But when the secondary is kind of relied on to do the work, it um, isn't very good. And, you know, like, again, I still don't think the defense did terribly depending on or based on what they had to work with. But the offense, man, just cannot get going. Big Ben threw 58 times in this game, which, I mean, he has to, but he's not he's not effective right now. Unfortunately, he's scared to throw the middle of the field. They never call plays there because I think he doesn't trust his arm. Now, the offensive line still cannot really run block. I actually saw a thing that the offensive line hasn't been has kind of been middle of the road pass blocking team, even though Ben's just getting hit and pressured. But from what from what I've heard, it's that it's because Ben isn't getting rid of the ball, and he's trying to kind of be young Ben, where he can like extend plays and he can still do it to an extent. But I think in his head he thinks he's that guy, and he's just not quite that guy. He like I said he can still extend the play when he has to, but like to try to do it every time, it's just not his game anymore. And right. he's more he's more prone to taking hits. Uh, he does have a injured pec, so I mean that's got to be affecting him. He threw two of the worst, well, one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen in this game. He was he was running, and now the the only thing I can really the only thing I can really say is that he saw Juju. I think it was Juju. I can't remember, but like he just in his hurry to get a throw off. He just had no awareness of where the defenders were. And I think he he saw Juju's numbers like in a small hole between these two guys, and he threw it right at the linebacker because <laughs> the <laughs> linebacker was closing in right. Anyway, it was brutal, man. And uh, Najee Harris had 14 receptions. I think he was targeted like almost 20 times. Na- Najee had like a bunch of drops. Uh, but... Apparently most of his receptions were checkdowns anyway. They weren't like designed passes to him. Right. Um, but this game, you kind of could see what Najee can do out of the backfield, catching the ball. If he could just, and he he had a couple nice runs in this game. Some that were called back for holding, but you can you can see that he's a dynamic player. He just needs some run blocking support. Anyway, point is when. <laughs> When this offense just cannot move the ball, um, it's, it's just the same story as the end of last year, man. They just can't go anywhere. And, I mean, I've been sticking up for Ben, and I still want to – like, he's still the best quarterback on our roster. Like, I'm not I'm not giving the job to Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins right now. Like, give me, give me this version of Ben Roethlisberger before I try either of those guys because okay. I just don't – Mason Rudolph does nothing for me and Haskins had a good first preseason game and then he sucked the other two. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so he hasn't really, anyway, if they have to make a move, I'd, I'd obviously rather see Haskins back there just because I think we've seen enough Rudolph, but they would probably go with Rudolph anyway. Yeah. Point is Ben is just very limited and he's just really got to be better. He had a, was it a throw in this game? He had James Washington wide open down the sideline, and he just overthrew him. Washington would have caught it in stride and scored a long touchdown. Could have made this an actual, actually pretty interesting game. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Ben's just—he's looking a little washed. Father's time, father time's catching up. We knew it would happen. Thought maybe he had another year or two in him, but that that guy's still my guy. He's still was one of the better quarterbacks in the league over the last 20 years. So oh, yeah, absolutely. But uh no, this game was a rough look for Ben and and I've been the same as you is 
believing in him and thinking that, you know, this could be like their last dance sort of thing. Um, he just, he has to play better. I still think like, I thought your point was great. This version of Ben is still better than Mason Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and until, it, until it gets like dire, dire, like until like, it's really like, we we cannot put Ben out there again. Then, then that's when you make the, the change. Cause I just don't think you're going to get, uh, a better, like, I, I just don't think you have a real better shot to win with another guy that's on the roster right now. No. And um, I, I'm with you. I would rather see Haskins over Rudolph. Yeah. I think Rudolph has shown he's not the guy either. So. Yeah. And uh, anyway, um, what one other. I was going to say Jamar Chase looks pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah. After his worries in the preseason, he's balled out pretty good. Um, but. Yeah, like I said, the Bengals honestly didn't play that spectacular of a game. The Steelers just really, really were bad. <laughs> and well, I mean, that's the way it's going to be unless their offense can get it figured out. If we look at what what did Burrow do in this game? 172 yards. It's not like he tore him up. Like, no, he didn't. I mean, he was, he was 14 for 18, so good completion percentage. But even then, like he only had to throw 18 times and – Man, it was just because with when you play the Steelers, <laughs> we're always punting from our from our side of the field, so the other team's always getting pretty good starting field position because of it. Yeah, and it's not a great recipe for success. And we have to play the Packers this week. We knew it was a tough schedule this year. I think if the Steelers avoid being under 500 this year, I'll be happy based on my where I'm at right now. Again, this could change week to week because they could beat the Packers like they did week one against the Bills, and then everyone's like, oh, wait, the Steelers are actually pretty good. TJ Watt will be back this week. I think Highsmith will be back. They're getting guys back from injury. Um, So I don't know. I mean, obviously I'm not optimistic against Green Bay, but <laughs> um, I'm just interested to see if Ben starts to, or if they try to do some other things that he hasn't really been doing. And... uh I feel like there's another point I've, I want to make about this game, but it's not coming to me right now. I just – I had a lot of thoughts on good. Sunday, but <laughs> – It's all good. Yeah, what about – um, uh, where do we end up for picks? How do we end up? Oh, I don't I don't know if you want to know. Oh, no. Ben, you had a pretty bad week this week, my dude. Oh, boy. You, you were one and four. <sighs> you had the Broncos, but you incorrectly picked the Chiefs. Buccaneers, 49ers, and Patriots. <laughs> I would pick the Patriots. I was three and two. I picked the Saints, the Packers, and the Broncos. Missed on the Bucks and Chiefs. So we are tied okay. seven and eight. Oh. We're even. There goes the lead I had. <laughs> Gone in one week. Okay. But uh, yeah, so. Okay, let's move to this week's games then. There's there's some pretty good games this week. We um, identified the ones we like, obviously, but there's some good ones around the board here. Um, but the first one, Seahawks at 49ers. Obviously a big divisional game here. Ben, you can pick this one first if you would like uh, to. I want to pick the 49ers, but I feel like they burned me last week. Um, do I trust Russell Wilson? I do. It's it's at the 49ers. If that makes any difference to you, yeah, I'm gonna pick the 49ers. Okay, I'll take them. I'll take the run game. I'll take. I don't know. I think Ayuk's playing better. Oh, Kittle might not be playing this game. Ah, I'm still gonna take him. I'll take the 49ers. All right, sounds good, man. Um, I'm just. I think this game is sort of a toss-up, so I'm going to go the other side just to um, potentially pick up a game here. I'll take the Seahawks. I think they can win this game, obviously. I think this will be a good game. It's going to be a fun one. But I'll pick Seattle coming off their loss last week. Yeah, that's probably a good pick. Um, uh, Raiders at Chargers. This is the Monday night game. 
this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. You, you're, going, you're going first on this. Yeah, I think the, I think the Raiders are going to get their first loss here. I think the Chargers... I think the Chargers are a better team. Is that like even though well they're two and one, the Raiders are three and zero. Oh. I think the Chargers are a better team. I think they have a better quarterback. Um, I don't know. I just I just want to go with the Chargers. Yeah, I agree with everything you've said. Um, but I'm going to pick the Raiders. Ooh. I think they shock. I think they shock the world and they go four and zero. Oh. Cool. But we won't be scared. <laughs> um. Cardinals at Rams, another NFC West battle here. Uh, is this me? Yeah, you go first. Um, oh man, yeah, this is a good, this is a good one. Um, and this could just be a shootout. I'll take the Rams. I think Stafford's playing too well. I think these Rams are coming off a big win against the Bucks. Um, yeah, give me Stafford. Give me the Rams. Okay. Um, yeah, I got to go Rams too. I just can't. Yeah. Cardinals looked a little bit lost, more lost last week. The Rams are playing at a very high level. This is at home for them. So we will go with the Rams. I think both offenses can put up the points to like go like shot for shot here. But I, I think the edge goes to the defense with the Rams. Having yeah, I agree. And Donald. I agree. Um, Okay, so our potential upset here is Bucks at Patriots. We think the Patriots could win this game um, in Foxborough. More, more incentive to win this game with Tom Brady coming back. And, yes. um, but <laughs> I'm going to pick the Buccaneers. Just the way the Patriots have looked and the Buccaneers have looked, I got to go with the Bucks. But hey, I think the Patriots. Patriots do have a shot here with all the emotions around this game. And with that being said, I am going to pick the Patriots. Whoa! <laughs> I'm just delusional at this point. Here's you why. know, we should almost um, have a rule. We should almost have a rule where we can't pick our own team's games because we're always going to go I'll, with our own team. <laughs> I think yeah, I anyway, sorry. Go, um, go ahead, go ahead. I think, I think it's been a rough go with uh for bill i think he's been kind of well there's a lot of stuff coming out i guess there's like the wickersham guy has a book coming out or an article coming out oh right uh, kind of highlighting some of the stuff that's gone on in new england and i think it has a really negative light on belichick talks about him being grumpy has all these different accounts from like gms and coaches about him like i don't know like being rude to people's wives or not being very chatty and uh, some of the conversations that happen between, uh, like, well, like I even said that thing to you about how Brady and Kraft met in 2017 and talking about replacing Belichick with uh, Bill O'Brien. Right. Um, when it was up in the air whether or not Belichick was going to stay. Um, let's not forget what Belichick has done. He's one of, he is the greatest coach in the NFL, right? Uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Of, of, and of all time, I think that's pretty safe to say. Um, yeah. Look what he look what he did to the Rams in the uh, the Super Bowl in 2019. Uh, they were a high flying offense. He shut them down. Um, Belichick came out and said Brady will be like a very hard quarterback to prepare for. He's accomplished the most at that position. He's a very good quarterback. Like you know, he had nice things to say. But Belichick is going to know how to shut him down. He knows what he's going to have to do. Belichick is good at taking away your best weapon. I don't think Gronk is going to be playing in this game. The Bucks are coming off a loss. Um, and there's just as much pressure on Brady to win as there is for Bill. So, and, and yeah, I just, I think there's an opportunity here for Bill to kind of rewrite the history books because I think Brady kind of won the breakup. Um, and I think Bill's ready to get a little bit of his revenge here. So, yeah, I'll take the Patriots. Be a good one. Hey, yeah, fair enough, man. I, uh, you know, I respect the, I respect the uh, confidence in your team because you know I'm the same way. So, 
I thought you were gonna say something about respecting the Patriots. And I was like, that's a load of BS. No, I just, I just respect your fandom, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I honestly think Bill is, I don't know. And they're not gonna do anything flashy in this game. I don't think. I think it's they're gonna just try to control the clock, run the ball, and just keep it away from Brady, not let him have it. Mm-hmm. So, might be a low-scoring game. Or we could get absolutely destroyed. That is a very real possibility, and I'm aware of that. So I'm not ruling that out. Fair enough. Uh, okay. And our last game, the lock, Titans over the Jets. We Jets. hate to we hate to keep picking on the Jets, but this game just was an obvious lock this week, even with AJ Brown and um, Julio Jones out. I know this should be a no-brainer, and I shouldn't have to state this, but uh, if you own Derrick Henry in any fantasy league anywhere, this is the week to play him. And I know that you're playing him every week, but, I mean, this is the week that he would go off. This is the week. Okay. There's no other options, and it's a bad team. So just give it to Henry and let him go wild. Yes. All righty. Well, there's our picks. And... I'll give you a little update. Looks like BYU is going to win this game. It was a little bit scary there for a minute, but up two touchdowns. Anyway. Congrats. I don't, I don't think anyone cares who listens to this, but I'm still going to Go tell you. Go Cougars. Go Cougars. All right. Let us move on to fantasy football. Uh, this, I did not win. This was a very interesting week here. This was very interesting. Let's start with a couple of shockers here. Let's go with Jordan beating Mark. Yeah. Sending our sending our league champion, defending champion to 0-3. To the now, bottom of the standings. This was interesting because going into the Monday night game, Mark had Mark was up, I think, by a little bit. Yeah, Mark had the lead, and he was projected to win. Like it was well, because he he had Amari Cooper, and Jordan yeah. had Jalen Rager and or Rieger, however you say his name. And so, of course, you think, well, obviously, I take Cooper there. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if Cooper got hurt or if he just no, he just didn't really do a ton, which is weird because Dallas's offense had a great game. Oh, maybe he did get hurt. No, disappointing week. Yeah, never, never mind. Yeah, he just didn't really have a great game in a game where they scored 41 points. But anyway, so Jordan was able to squeak out the win here. Um, yeah. And again, Mark Mark just got unlucky. Like um, Shepard going out, Tyson Williams oh, not doing right. very much for him. Darren Waller only getting 10 points. I mean, usually Darren Waller gets him way more than that. Again, yeah. you touched on Amari Cooper. but. Looking at Jordan's team, like Justin Tucker, 17 points, obviously with what we talked about. Um, Metcalf had a big week. Swift had a big week. I mean, uh, it's, it's a pretty close matchup, but Jordan just had enough to to take the week. So yeah, we're doing ev- everything we can. Everyone's <laughs> stepping up to keep this league alive. So, <laughs> so yeah, a little surprising there with Market 0-3, but... Let's go to the other surprise. Which yeah, I think was Dallin, right? Yep, Dallin over Ben Huber. Man, this Dallin's team is a little bit sneaky good. It seems like. Yeah, got a I very mean, young team named the Youth Movement. Um, with with Herbert, I mean, he's basically got what could be the next sort of Patrick Mahomes guy to have, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, he and he just has young studs all up and down his roster here. You expect, you know, these some of these guys to be good for quite a while. Jonathan Taylor, Najee, like I said, had 14 receptions, and um, Justin Jefferson is a baller. Yeah, he's got Chuba Hubbard on his bench, so he's gonna be able to play him moving forward. Oh yeah, yep. With the McCaffrey injury, so good for him, and like. Here's the thing, though, like, Ben Huber's team, though, is loaded. Like, 
Hopkins, Cooper Cup, Hawkinson, Robert Woods. I guess Robert Woods has been pretty disappointing, but he's got Mahomes. He's got Tyreek Hill. He's got Aaron Rodgers. So, again, Dallin catches Mark on a week where you know Tyreek Hill really didn't go off. Um, Hopkins did it, nothing. Hopkins didn't either. Hawkinson. Hawkinson. So, yeah, a good week for for Dallin to catch um, and Hubert on a bad week. Oh, he had Alexander Madison on his <coughs> on his bench. Why didn't he play him? Ouch. He should have, yeah, he should have played him. Interesting choice. I guess he must have valued, like, Corey Davis and Robert Woods, like, target share over Madison. That's probably what right. he was thinking there. Right, right. Anyway, so Dallin gets the win there. Good for Dallin. Yeah. Uh, let's, so, let's let's go to mine. Oh, sorry, were you saying something? I was going to say, so Dallin's 2-1, and one, and it sends Ben to 1-2, and two, which... Anyway, I know we're three weeks in, but this is just <laughs> this is just a crazy week here. Um, yeah, I so lost. Just, yeah, <laughs> um, uh, I lost one ninety eight for Brady. I got one forty seven. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, not much. Garoppolo, meh. James White, I had in my in there, Ooh. went out. Juju didn't do much. Yeah, went out as well. Mike Mike Williams, thirty three points. That's awesome. Cole Dude's Beasley, twenty. 20 for me. Um, I got Cole Komet. I really think he's going to be the guy for my team at tight end. I just need him to get targeted more. He just needs a he just needs a system and a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That bear system, man. Yeah, brutal. So um, go ahead. I had Cordell Patterson, who was actually a pretty nice surprise to pick him up off the waiver wire. Other than that, Really nothing for my team on my bench. I mean, of course, James Conner scores two touchdowns in that game. So, screw that guy. Um, let's see. Let's see what Brady did. Brady had Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, both for 19. Devontae Adams, 31. Elliott, 26. Keenan Allen, 19. Mark Andrews, 15. Eckler, 22. Here's the thing. I traded Eckler to Brady. I traded Zeke to Brady, and they both went off against me. So, <laughs> serves your right. Sucks. So Brady gets the win. Big surprise. But again, Brady's going to be without McCaffrey for a little bit. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, last matchup. This was a good one. Well, I, I yeah. Guess you guys were both undefeated going into this game, and yeah, early in the week it looked like I was gonna lose because. Well, not I was going to lose. I was projected to lose because, um, oh, man, who played the Thursday night game week last week? <laughs> um, no. Oh, maybe, maybe it looked like – anyway, hold on. I have the schedule up here. Sorry. Lauren oh, had somebody the, play. It was the Panthers and the uh, – Oh, and Texans. Yeah. So, what? sorry, what happened was then um, – DJ Moore had 20 points anyway to start the week for Lauren, so a little bit concerning there. But Josh Allen decided to go Josh Allen this week finally. 37 yeah. points. That was just that's crazy production from a quarterback. Matt Stafford 29. I mean you can't ask for a better combo. That's that the, those are usually the numbers that uh, Lauren's quarterbacks put up for him. Yeah. <laughs> and his quarterbacks had subpar weeks. Um, Clyde finally had a game. Montgomery is still, I don't know, but that, sorry, the Bears offense is trash, and yeah. so he can't run anywhere when they can't pass the ball, but uh, obviously A.J. Brown went out, Adam Thielen just always scores a touchdown, so thank you, Jordan. Um, Travis Kelsey's just a baller, Chase Claypool had all those targets, Cream Hunt is playable nice. every week, even with Nick Chubb, that's just wild to me. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, my defense got crazy outscored, but hey, I mean, I made up for it in other ways. So, yeah, nice to be sitting at three and zero, man. Uh, the only three and zero team. There you go, last undefeated team. So, yeah, things are going well, even with some guys like Allen Robinson and Montgomery kind of underperforming this year. But um, I also have some right. other guys that I think I can plug in. Um. Like, Melvin Gordon's getting some pretty good run. A.J. Green's been doing good. I might have to throw him in. Uh, even um, Brandon Cooks. Like, I got some guys to interchange here. And, 
yeah anyway that's uh that was week three week four let's quickly preview next week's i guess we already had a game happen so we got a little bit of an idea of what these games are looking like a little bit of Um, action let's start with dallin and mark mark is off to a good start he got 22 from burrow 20 from boyd 20 from robinson thanks yeah, that's Mark's, a pretty good that's a pretty good start right there. He's looking to yeah. get his first win. Dallin had yeah. thirteen from Jamar Chase. So currently Mark's favorite to win by about eighty six percent. but about thirty two points overall. But yeah, I mean it's gonna be up, uphill sledding for Dallin, but we've seen some crazier things happen this year. I'm sure Mark's tired of taking really close weeks and he'd rather just have a, a blowout he wants to just get that first win so right get the w that that's the kind of performances you want from your guys to get that um looking at jordan and ben huber jordan already had a couple guys play um ben huber is still currently re- uh, projected to beat jordan but jordan got 17 from lawrence which was nice five from marvin jones not as nice and then nine from Wilson, linebacker for Cincinnati. Who is this guy? Logan Wilson. He's the guy that picked off Big Ben twice last week. <laughs> Ooh. So, uh, currently, uh, Ben Heber hasn't had anyone play, but uh, we'll see if Jordan can squeak out another win here. Yeah, Ben's projected to win by quite a bit here, but uh, and um, yeah, we'll see how it goes, but Ben's looking to get back in the win column, too. Um, going to uh, Brady and Lawrence matchup. Yeah. Pretty close, pretty evenly ranked. Lawrence Mixon didn't have a great start. Yeah, he gets 13 from Mixon. Brady gets two points from the Bengals' defense. Interesting also play. Didn't do. But, yeah, they're uh, they're projected to almost tie here. So <laughs> <laughs> Brady has three points. He's four defenses on his roster. What the heck? I mean, I guess if you just want to interchange all those. I yeah. That's just strategy. Just stream, stream, stream. Okay. Um, that'll and... be a good matchup to watch because there's not a lot going on there. But let's get to the premier matchup of the week. <laughs> you and I. I am projected to lose by almost 50. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, who knows, man? Maybe this could be the week that I just have a big letdown because it's happened to everyone else <laughs> this year. Usually, people don't have their best game against me, which is my saving grace. Um, oh man, I gotta find a new kicker. I'm not playing Prater against the Rams. Well, maybe I should actually, because anyone will figure it out. Elijah Moore is out. That's not good. Um. I'm probably I traded for Sam Darnold recently, so I'll probably play him. Not going to play Bridgewater against <coughs> Baltimore. I think can Darnold I trust, is the play. Can I trust Big Ben? Can I trust Garoppolo? You I can't trust Big Garoppolo. Ben right now. Zach Wilson against Tennessee? Probably not. Mac Jones? Yikes! I don't know. Yikes! So I've got some decisions to make here. Obviously, Mike Williams is going to go off again. So, yeah. Hopefully I get Elijah Mitchell back. I need a running back. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, not not projected to win by uh, any stretch of the imagination, but if you were ever going to crap the bet against somebody, be against me. So, hey, I mean, like I said, I don't doubt it. Like, I'm kind of due for one of those weeks here. So I just about had one when I played – Dallin the other week, but luckily Dallin just had a bad week too. So I would love to give you your first loss. But but (laughs) a bad week for me was like 170 something points. I think is what it was. Which is probably my best week. (laughs) Yeah, it it was. That was that was the week where you would have beat me if you would have played me. (laughs) Dang it! But um, all right. Yeah, anyway, I don't know. I think that's I think that's what we got for this week. So it's gonna be a fun a fun week four and we'll see if our boys can 
get on the right track. I'm not very optimistic against the Packers, but apparently I am optimistic against the, the Bucks. So here we go. Oh, hopefully Aaron Rodgers has a Week One type of game. And That'll hopefully okay Brady. Uh, I was going to say something like he gets hurt, but I probably shouldn't say that. Hopefully he looks uh, like Big Ben. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, anything else, Ben? Anything else you got for us? Nothing. Just pray for the Patriots. Pray for my boys. Yeah. Prayers up. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll come back next week with another episode. Stay tuned, but that's it for this week. Good night.